world where Matt Ryan scores single-digit fantasy points, a world where Gary Barnage is the new Jimmy Graham, in a world where Jamal Charles is out for the season with an ACL, you're not going to the championship, you're going to Rubbish Alley. Rubbish Alley! Well, your dreams could have died, your priest needs an MRI. Rubbish Alley! Gronkowski's on by, you curl up and cry. You stand in the pink on an upside tide. You see the wet to hell, fuck you, Jimmy Graham. Welcome to Rubbish Alley. Fuck you, Jimmy Graham. <laughs> Hey, Bobby, what? suck it. <laughs> oh, welcome to Rubbish Alley. This is the Rubbish Alley Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm uh, your host, Bobby Darling, with my co-host, Casey Bates. That's right. Um, before we get started, we just want to get some uh, house cleaning duties out of the way. Uh, you can reach us at, at Rubbish Alley uh, on Twitter. You can uh, email us at rubbishalley at AOL.com. Uh, or you can call or text us at 425-202-6152. That's where you can send your comments, questions, concerns. Uh, yeah, leave a voicemail. We'll play it on the air. Yes, please. <laughs> we we just had so many voicemails this week we can't play any of them but next week <laughs> next week's do one and we'll play it on the air yeah just uh, let's let's just take it down a notch we're getting a little bit too much volume over here uh you know we actually did get some tweets this week asking for fantasy advice are we gonna start with that or are we gonna wait till later um now let's talk about it because i want to i want to share some of the so one, one tweet we got said hey uh keenan allen uh mike evans geo bernard or david johnson in the flex what would you go? Like for the week that just happened? For the week that just happened. <laughs> <laughs> I, That's not fair. I said Keenan Allen, and I think uh, I'll be vindicated uh, after the game tonight. Uh, what Dave Johnson had a good, didn't he have like 15 points or something? <laughs> Every running back on the Arizona Cardinals had more than 10 points. That's crazy. <laughs> Play all your Cardinals. <laughs> You're in love with David Johnson. I don't understand. Like I, I have, 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 have the stats not bared that out? <laughs> born please huh <laughs> the stats have borne that out it's not bared that out no you that's like you're bearing like you're taking a poop you're like I'm bearing down uh, really <laughs> uh, anyhow born that out i don't know i think you might be wrong the born identity <laughs> uh casey's obsessed with david johnson i've got him i've been trying to package him with some really ugly trades uh but uh i haven't been successful so far i i don't like it i think he had like two rushes and they were both touchdowns <laughs> yeah but he's he's a touchdown magnet he's good he's just he's good it's gonna happen for him right at some point no you don't think so no oh i do i think the guys the guy's got it i think he's gonna be the guy you got chris johnson you got ellington you got david johnson i mean (laughs) that's a hey chris johnson's the lead dog arian said it it's 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 just not gonna happen plus johnson put the ball on the ground every once in a while and uh, arians doesn't like that so let's uh uh, so we got to digress from that so that was that was one tweet that we answered another one was uh they they said i've got owen daniels and jimmy graham who should i start (laughs) and i i went sideways and i said actually don't start either of them pick up Derek carrier and they're like who the fuck is you said that i did before the weekend i did it's uh, it's on the twitter you (laughs) said it's on it's on the twitter all right here goes all right Someone in my league dropped Owen Daniels. I grabbed him off of waivers. Start him or Jimmy Graham? And I answered, I'd rather start Derek Carrier over both of them. How did you know How did you know that Owen Daniels was going to get a zero? Because I knew that the Raiders were going to have to tighten that up at some point. The, the, the narrative was just too loud. Everyone's talking about it. So, um, and I, I, you know, I'm the tight end whisperer. I, you I, had, <laughs> you, you, you had... I don't even know if it's luck or I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> it's crazy. I can just pick a tight end and just know. Uh, no, I, I know that Kirk Cousins is just a freak about tight ends. He just targets them a lot. They get a lot of action in the red zone. And with uh, Jordan Reed out hurt, as always, uh, he just went to his backup and I, the touchdowns came. So last week, everyone was on pins and needles because you were on the verge of exiting Rubbish Alley. Yes, and uh, things have changed quite a bit for you since then. The narrative has changed quite a bit since Suck then. Suck it, Bobby. So I played Casey this week. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, I, and I actually I, I put up some semi-decent numbers this week. In fact, my uh, you know I had Drew Brees, Justin Forsett, and Devontae Freeman as my quarterback and two running backs, and I lost. Big time. How, much, how many points did you lose by, Casey? 
Uh, it's, uh, it's close to 60 points. So I beat Casey 172.72 points to 115.40 points. And I think 175 is like the record ever. <laughs> and if you would have played about any other defense, you would have had it. Yeah, I, I started the Texans defense. It got zero points. Now, aside from that, every... So, all right, the Texans got zero points for me. And um, I had... Uh, Doral Green Beckham on my bench that got zero points. But aside from that, every other player on my team starting and on the bench scored double digit points. So I was actually looking at this. I could have created a whole fantasy team just from my bench that scored over 100 points. (laughs) (laughs) I did that last week, actually. (laughs) So I I went uh, I actually went pretty crazy this week. I benched Andy Dalton and AJ Green because we're we're Seahawks fans. And I I went pretty hardcore on the Jags. I did uh, Blake Bortles, TJ Yeldon and Alan Hearns, who combined for like 70 points. (laughs) Now you can call that luck or divine insight. I don't really know. Just just. Technical proficiency at fantasy football, Casey. I mean, <laughs> people should be listening to what you have to say. And, and you know, and, and while since you're the guy, you're the guru here. Yeah, uh, we've got a we got a guy in our league um, who is trying to put up the record for the least amount of points in a fantasy football season. Oh, um, his uh, his big dogs are uh, Rashad Jennings, Melvin Gordon, Percy Harvin, Mike Evans. And he's got Alfred Morris in the flex. And he's not made a lot of moves. He's trying to stick with this team. He's got the eye test on these guys. He's he's, he's eye testing these guys. Mike Evans coming back. He's going to do it. He's got to do it at some point. So we we constantly tout numbers to to this guy. It's Andre. We'll just call him by his name. And we're always telling him, uh, you know, hey, the the numbers are are this. This guy has not putting up points. He's like, I don't care what the numbers say. I got a feeling about this guy. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why he scores 60 points every week. And, And so... Folks, you know, there you got to be doing some research and actually going, <laughs> looking at the, you know, what these players have done in the past, like numbers wise, and not what you see on the field. I mean, Mike Evans wasn't he? A, he was a garbage time monster last year, was he not? Yeah, but I mean, he had he had McCown throwing to him. He had who's Mike Glennon throwing to him at times, right? I mean. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, what like you know. Andre's looking at Andre's looking at Mike Evans and going, you know, he's easily going to do what he did last year. I mean, and I, he was a player that I said, there's no way in, I'm in hell I'm going to touch this guy, like based on Jameis Winston's preseason. I, yeah, I just, I think Mike Evans is an outstanding athlete. He's amazing. But you, with Winston I mean, throwing. The, you, you can see it. I mean, you can just see it. <laughs> you can just look at him and well, know. It's just too volatile there. I mean, you don't know. I mean, if you actually look at the, the numbers in that game, uh, Winston targeted like tons and tons of guys, like all these different guys got like five or six targets. I think Evans only got like three or four targets. It was like, like Doug Martin was a bigger receiver than Mike Evans, right? I, 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 I'm, there's got to be a few, I mean, there's gotta be some players out there that, that, you know, have Mike Evans. So he also happens to have LaShawn McCoy on his team, Deshaun Jackson, um, and Mike Evans. I mean, those are kind of his, the, the big guys for him. And party foul. Your phone's ringing in the middle of the podcast. Edit that out. <laughs> Keep that in there, amateur. Maybe we should cut this whole thing since we're dogging Andre's team so much. <laughs> no, who cares? This, this is what people want to hear. We're gonna make him come back on. What was the last thing I just said? You were talking about Mike Evans. Uh, oh, okay, so if you're if you're a, I mean, you could have very easily ended up in the same situation with Mike Evans and Lashawn McCoy on your team. Yeah, and I mean, I, I did. I, I mean, because I, I started out with a bunch of Eagles that I've, you know... No, this is true. This is a good example of but, someone that, that... I mean, how many moves have you made this season so far? I've made over 30 moves already <laughs> this season. 30, 30 acquisitions. About three times more than the second highest person. But hey, it's happening hey, somehow. The results speak for themselves. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so the more moves you make, the more points you will end up scoring. That's a, that's a little insider pro tip for you, Andre. <laughs> No, now, the, I know we're dogging on Andre here, but like, you know, hey, Andre, we're going to give you the opportunity. We'd love you to come on the show. Come on here and defend your team. Come on here and defend this. Defend this, your management. This horrible team that you're <laughs> you're trotting out there week after week. I think, you know, he's, I think, averaging like 70 points a week at this point. Uh, he actually has, he, so he hasn't won a game. Uh, he has Melvin Gordon going tonight. And if Melvin Gordon scores 18 points tonight, he will win. Nuh-uh. Yeah. He has a chance at winning? 
he has a chance at winning. Oh, he's playing the second worst team. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, let's hope for Melvin Gordon here. I'll see what happens. The, the moral of the story is that there's there's tons and tons of football left. We're only a quarter, little over a quarter of the way through the season, uh, and there is, there's so much talent just sitting out there on the boards, which I've picked up all of. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is your team, you're going to have to dump half that team and start with a whole new one next week. Based on the way you're playing right now, no, no, the Chip Kelly I've, style. I am the Chip Kelly of this league, but I am fine tuning. I mean, I, I've a lot of these guys are starting to get into their group. TJ Yeldon, I've been working on this guy for a while, and uh, <laughs> you know he's he's finally starting to deliver. Um, you ever heard of a guy named DeAndre Hopkins? He's been putting up some points for me. Here, here's a good example. Uh, I had offered um, Andre a trade a couple weeks ago, John Brown for Melvin Gordon, and. Had he played John Brown or traded me for John Brown, John Brown would have more points this week than he's had any week from any of his receivers. Well, if 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 he started John Brown this week, he would only be about eight points away from a win right now, yeah. which is totally doable for Melvin Gordon tonight. Gotta I mean, make some moves, peeps. Make some moves. If you're not trading, you're not trying. That's that's the <laughs> truth right there. <laughs> uh, well, hey, let's uh, let's dive into our weekly recap, Casey. Let's take a look at these games and uh, see what happened. This was about as weird as week two, for you know, in my opinion. I when, don't know. This is uh, I, I was to just, me. just totally normal football for you, like <laughs> Jaguars. Oh, stacking start, up the Jaguars. Start all your Jaguars. Oh, uh, yeah, I love I love the Jaguars. Uh, so it started with a pretty a pretty odd week. You have uh, you know Matt Hasselbeck starting in primetime on Thursday, and uh, that was actually a really really fun game. Andre Johnson revenge game. That was pretty fun to see him go off in, in the fantasy books. Nobody saw that coming. Um, but aside from that, you know Hasselbeck playing sick and actually playing better than Lux played this season. Um, you know the game was. I don't know. I, th- I think that the, the, he cried too at the end. He did. <laughs> he cried. I think uh, Ryan Mallett was crying too. <laughs> somewhere. Oh, how funny was that? <laughs> He's I never such seen a anyone. Baby. I never seen anyone mean mug another quarterback so bad. He's such a crybaby. <laughs> he was so pissed. <laughs> well, I, I'm Keely like literally was like pouting. It's like I can't believe it took me out. I can't believe this it. This is bullshit. <laughs> this is horseshit, dude. So th- this is a guy that like he gets told that he's not the starting quarterback and he just doesn't show up for practice the next day. That's, Did he not? That that no, that wasn't this week. That was uh, earlier this season. So oh, when they named Hoyer the, the quarterback. Mallet just doesn't show up the next day, and he said his alarm clock didn't go off. <laughs> like this is not the kind of guy who can lead a team, you know. It's like get yeah, Hoyer looked insane until the very end. Yeah, he, <laughs> he looked good. He choked really bad in that two minute drill, uh, but uh, but he did look awesome. I mean, Hoyer put up like twenty one fantasy points or something in in like three quarters of work. Yeah, three hundred yards. That's great. <laughs> start Hoyer. Um, I'll take know, it. I mean, DeAndre is insane. You got to start him every week. Foster looks great. I mean, he's uh, great in the sense that he's getting tons of looks i mean like yeah they couldn't get their running game going so they just started passing him the ball which was awesome nine catches for running backs insane especially yeah. in half point ppr so, so i mean yeah. as, assuming he his head still is working next week after <laughs> hitting himself well well they're playing the jags next week and you saw doug martin made a lot of uh, a lot of money for uh, but that actually goes against what's been happening against the jaguars yeah yeah but i mean i don't know i mean I think Arian Foster is a step above Doug Martin, so I think you can expect a good game from Foster. Are you next sure about week. that? <laughs> you know what? So it's been two weeks in a row. I dropped Doug Martin. You know what? I dropped Doug Martin so I can pick up Rawls, so everyone else can suck it. <laughs> well, you you lost. I mean, you would have had him play last week, which you would would have broke even. And Rawls ain't playing anymore after this, so you suck it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I yeah. I I like a fool. I just dropped Doug Martin. I I was buying into the whole narrative all season that oh Doug Martin's gonna make a comeback, and then it didn't happen the first three weeks. So I was like, I'll oh, forget this guy. And then as soon as I dropped him, he starts scoring points. That's how fantasy works, isn't it? That's exactly <laughs> how it works. In Rubbish Alley, that's, that's what, how it happens. Uh, Washington, Atlanta, this was a dumpster. This was just, Matt Ryan was terrible. Uh, he, I think what's interesting is, I think Devontae is, I mean, he can't keep this up, right? He, he, I mean, Or he could be Le'Veon Bell. Well, but th- what's interesting to me is it seems like he's taking away from the offense. Like literally taking away from Matt Ryan and Julio Jones and I mean to some extent Roddy White and Hankerson like he just seems to be he's like he's almost like they're turning into a run first team like the Seahawks with Marshawn Lynch from you know the last two years. Well and they've got uh, Dan Quinn's new head coach over there and I mean he's trying to turn him into the Seahawks and it's worked out pretty well for them the past couple of years. I mean I, I said on the podcast I, I had traded uh, Devontae Freeman for and uh, Mike or 
Devontae Freeman and James Jones for uh, Marshawn Lynch, and I you got taken. It looked amazing <laughs> at the time, but man, I'm I'm really kicking myself. I they uh, took you to market, bro. Uh, okay. <laughs> Oh, dude, you're gonna you're gonna be regretting that for like the rest of your life. <laughs> uh, I might be. We'll see. Oh god. I mean, hey, if Marshawn comes back and does good, if Marshawn comes back and is like five years younger and has his whole career in front of, oh wait, he is ageless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Casey. I don't want to rub it in too bad. Um, yeah, I, I think that they'll get it back together though. I think the the passing game was just a little bit of a funk. They still beat the the Washington football team <laughs> well well do you th- i'm i'm starting to change my mind with julio being like this de facto i i thought he was going to run away with the not being the number one receiver but it's changing because of Devonte. things are changing so quick with that organization i don't even think it's Devonte. i think it's that matt ryan is not an elite quarterback <laughs> but but no no but but wasn't wasn't he throwing a ridiculous number of passes the first couple of weeks? Like, I mean, there was just so many targets flying his way, and you can't do that when you're giving Devontae Freeman all the work. He he is, but the thing is that everyone always regresses to who we thought they were. It's like, oh, that's right, that guy is who we thought he was. And Matt Ryan's not this guy that's going to throw 50 touchdowns and 6,000 yards. It's just not going to happen. Um, so I, I think this is just regressing to the mean, uh, and we're going to... I think Matt Ryan is definitely better than what we saw this week, but he's, he's not a top-10 quarterback in my head, so... Well, we're in a situation now where there's like five quarterbacks that are consistent and start like the guys and you're like streaming i almost feel like you got to stream the rest of the guys i'm like what aside from brady rogers uh andy dalton andy dalton roethlisberger when he's healthy when he's back right i mean but like you're getting i mean you're already getting to a point where it's like you you might as well just look at the matchups and pick the you know hopefully pick up a guy and use them that's what i've been doing i know that's what you've been doing and you've been doing well <laughs> it's working all right uh yeah you know the, this season's been very strange where there's not the the kind of you know you have a guy you just plug and play all season at quarterback it's been it's been very odd and you see these guys you know tyrod looks you know he'll have like a terrible day and then go off for like 20 points in the fourth quarter but it's like I, you're on pins and needles all day waiting for him to perform um so i yeah i mean i Matt Ryan, like, I just, I don't think I, but in this, in this matchup, you would have thought he would have put up 25 points against the Redskins going into it. You know, it's like the Redskins run defense is good and (laughs) it's just, it's a crazy year. Um, but yeah, I mean, start, start McCown over Matt Ryan from now on. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Only if you're playing against me. (laughs) No. So, uh, Matt Ryan's playing new Orleans next week. Who's got a terrible, terrible secondary. Uh, so I, I think he's a must start next week. Uh, and Julio's going to rebound big time against the Saints. You think so? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's going to be just devastation. Uh, so ta- speaking of of McCown, uh, McCown put up like video game Madden numbers. He threw for four hundred and fifty seven yards, a couple touchdowns. Uh, just absolutely insane. Didn't he rush <laughs> one in too? I think so. Yeah, this guy's he's. I, I don't know what's going on. He he's looking like the guy that we thought he was going to be when he was playing in Chicago a couple years ago, uh, when he was throwing to Alshon and uh, Brandon Marshall, and he's throwing to like so many random guys. He threw he threw eight eight passes and a touchdown to Barnage. He connected for like six to Benjamin, four to Gabriel, six to Duke Johnson, seven to Hawkins. Like it's just inc- it's crazy how he's spreading the ball around. With that week, it puts him. He's the tenth best quarterback in the league right now. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew McCown? <laughs> Uh, um, it, it was nice, nice to see another week from Forsett putting out the the numbers you were hoping he for. I actually, I didn't get to watch this game, so I don't know. I mean, like, did he look good? Yeah, he looked great. He looked consistent. Everybody was freaking out. This Allen guy tore off a huge run, um, and was like, "What the? Why isn't it Forsett?" But you know, Forsett did twenty one carries for one hundred twenty one yards and a touchdown. That's pretty much you know all you can expect. Finally, yeah, he looks like a running back. That's good. Um, Flacco, Flacco must start. So Flacco is, uh, man, he's got, he's over 24 fantasy points. Well, in, in our scoring, uh, three out of the five weeks, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, but against, against San Francisco next week, you've got to start him. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll I mean, pick him up and start him. Eli threw for, what, 450 against San Francisco this week, so Flacco's got to do all something. Um, this next game is just the heartbreaker of the week for us. It was <laughs> the Seahawks house is a fucking prison on planet bullshit yeah that was you know i i i mean this isn't fantasy related but i mean i i turned uh 
I turned to Andre during this game right at the start of the fourth quarter, and I and I just the way the Seahawks were trying to run the clock down immediately going into that fourth quarter, I was like, this is not a good idea. Yeah, they, they we weren't, weren't trying, playing to win. They weren't trying to win. They were just trying not to lose. <laughs> yeah, and uh, fr- it's just so frustrating. It was. It was just a crazy collapse. They were up by 17, 17 points. points in the fourth quarter, and that's a, a huge... Worst game. loss in the Pete Carroll era. Yeah, I, th- I think he said he was baffled by what happened. He still he doesn't understand what happened. <laughs> I, I I hope he was. <laughs> uh, yeah, it looked it, it went. They started looking like the Seahawks of old. You know, it's like the the defense was tightening up. They got the run game going. Uh, Wilson hit a couple bombs. I mean, they were looking great. And I mean, there was this great. Uh, I don't know what to call it. Like it should be a gif when uh, Michael Bennett was beaten up on Andy Dalton. Oh gosh, that was amazing. <laughs> he like threw him on the ground after this interception, and then just kept like pushing him down and rolling him around. Oh, yeah, like, we got that huge <laughs> penalty, <laughs> like a little baby. It was so funny. And then somehow he got up and turned. He lit him on fire. It He's did. Like, oh. He he came back with a vengeance. He let him let him down the field a couple times to tie the game and then uh, score that that winning field goal. It's a uh, so Andy Dalton has he has had these stretches. He had one last year, I think, like four games in a row where he was yep. he was doing what he's doing right now, elite level, just crazy. I think he's going to fall off. I think he's going to fall off a cliff. I disagree. I think that um, he, here's the deal. Everyone everyone gives uh, Andy Dalton a bad rap because they're uh, they're always zero and one in the playoffs. Oh, <laughs> it's like really? They get, they get to the playoffs and they lose, and but they get to the playoffs every year. So I think he's in his fifth year now. And if you actually look at uh, his numbers, they're actually almost identical to Tom Brady after five years. And uh, you know, Tom Brady didn't become Tom Brady right away. It, you know, it's like it, it it takes some time to happen. And um, this guy is going to lead his team to the playoffs again this season. But I think that they might be. Super Bowl bound after what I saw this week. It was amazing. You don't, the Seahawks are not a bad football team. Like they haven't been playing as well as, as in the past, but to do what he did yesterday was just amazing. I, I, I really think this team's got the tools to, to be a, a Super Bowl contender. I think Andy Dalton's going to regress. Oh, hell. You cut me deep. Uh, no, they cut me deep. Eifert is a beast, but he's very boomer bust. I, you know, I've got Eifert and it's like something. Didn't he have zero last week? He had zero last yeah. week and then he has like 24 or something this week. Uh, to me, these are the worst kind of players to own. I mean, the, the guys that are so swing so widely left to right, I can't. Uh, it just drives me nuts. I can't be. I, I I don't like these players on my team. I can deal with it because he's a tight end, and tight ends are like whatever. But uh, you know, if if this was like a wide receiver, I would never start him because I just need more consistency. Um, Rawls. Uh, I mean, not, good for you if you played him. I did. I know you did. <laughs> oh gosh, cool. it was awesome. It was the best thing ever. But you know, it's not. It's not like they're not going to start Lynch as soon as he's back healthy. So, I mean, you might get value out of Rawls for another week, or if Lynch goes down, I mean, stash him on the bench if you've got a a, a large enough roster spot. I actually see. Uh, I think the Seahawks come out on fire next week at home against Carolina playing against another undefeated team and being embarrassed the way they just, they just were, I think it's actually the right like igniter for them to just get it back on track. I really do. I think, I think Lynch comes out beast in it. I would love that to be the narrative, but I mean, have you seen the Panthers defense this year? Like, I, the, the, the Bengals have a good defense too. No, I know, and they beat us. <laughs> no, but I, not for three quarters. They we were killing them. Yeah. So I'm not. I I, I see this. It's at home. We are down and out. Like this is the, the spot we want to be. Like I think I think the Seahawks win the next six games. Straight. I, ha- I hate to sound like such a skeptic. I'm just so frustrated. I'm frustrated with the offensive play calling. I'm frustrated with Wilson. I'm frustrated with Jimmy Graham more than anything. <laughs> God, <laughs> we can go back in time. He inspired that theme song. If we could go back in time and like undo the Jimmy Graham trade and then undo the Demarco. Uh, to Marco to the Eagles, <laughs> <laughs> the whole league would just be a better place. It'd just be a better place. All right, Chicago, Kansas City. Uh, the, the big story here is Jamal Charles going down with the ACL. Uh, he's done for the season. Uh, this team is just going to be devastated. They were, they were actually winning seventeen to seventeen to three, I think. Before I can't remember what, what it was, they, but they were they were you know kicking Chicago's ass, and then they they didn't score again uh, the rest of the game once Jamal went out. This team can't function without him. Yeah, uh, I'm a little bit worried as a Macklin and a Kelsey owner. Uh, even though Macklin put up good numbers, I mean eight for eighty five. 
I Smith Smith is such a dink and dunk, and I hate Alex Smith. <laughs> and and without Jamal Charles there, I just don't see that he could even be effective. They they don't. I mean, unless this uh, Charkandrick guy it turns out to be like some phenom that we didn't know about. <laughs> well, they 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 think he's going to be. Well, I mean, what he he's ahead of uh, Nile Davis in the depth chart, right? Yeah. So here's the deal. Uh, Nick in our league had Jamal Charles, and he thought he was being smart by holding the handcuff Nile Davis. He was the handcuff last year. This guy's not the handcuff anymore. It's Charkandrick. But I think that Nick doesn't listen to this podcast, so <laughs> I'm going to pick up Charkandrick <laughs> off of waivers tomorrow, and then uh, and laugh at Nick for thinking he's got something good with Nile Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Nick. <laughs> All right, so yeah, let's move on. New Orleans, Philadelphia. Uh, the Philly offense is is it's rip roaring. It's going now. I mean, it's it's not pretty, but they are really putting a lot of points on the board. Uh, Philly Philly beat New Orleans thirty nine to seventeen. Bradford put up three hundred and thirty yards. Uh, the rushing game was just rocking. DeMarco put up uh, eighty three yards and a touchdown. Matthews got seventy three yards and a touchdown. Uh, it was it was going. Looked like a football team. Did they have a defensive score in this one? They put up thirty nine points. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how do you put up thirty nine points and? You're not even a top ten quarterback. Oh, they sorry they had they had three. Uh, was it three receiving touchdowns? They had they had a couple weird like t- like Selleck got a touchdown and Josh Huff got a touchdown. <laughs> it's like who? <laughs> Man, Jordan Matthews really helping me out right now, dude. This guy is not what uh, he was advertised to be preseason. I think he is. I just think he's in a bad situation right now. Well, USC just fired uh, Sarkeesian, so that's where... Did he come to work drunk? Yeah, a lot of times, I guess. <laughs> oh, really? I was reading about it today. You're I, only allowed to do that on the Rubbish Alley podcast. That's right, that's right. It's mean that we're laughing about it, but it just, the stories sound like crazy from his... Well, no, his, he's one of us. So just, <laughs> welcome him over here. <laughs> he, he, he's probably got some time on his hands now. Let's tweet at him. <laughs> <laughs> so he can come over and hang with us anytime. I don't know if he's ready for the big leagues, though. This is pro ball. But anyhow, Sar- Sarkeesian getting fired from USC is big big ripples in the football world because uh you know chip kelly's been rumored to have an eye on that that job for a while so um i mean i i think kelly's got a one-way ticket out of the nfl just waiting for the season to end what's their record right now uh, two and three three and two i think and they got a winning record what's the, why are you saying he's gonna leave the nfl oh because I, I think it's a, f- a fluke that they won some of these games <laughs> <laughs> like I, I just they're they're not a good kind of like team. the Denver Broncos, kind of like the Denver Broncos, kind of like uh, the Kaiju's my fantasy football <laughs> team. <laughs> no, I just I, the team just looks like like too much of a mess, and he he put too much on his own shoulders because he has you know full executive control over uh, staffing. So so he's the uh, M Night Shyamalan of yeah. coaches in the NFL. He's he's the fall. If anything goes wrong with his team, he's the fall guy, and he gets all the blame because he took all that power. You know, he he can't like fire somebody who made a decision. He made the decision personally. So it's uh, unless this team you know makes the playoffs this year, uh, I just think he's gone. Ooh, ooh. Um, and uh, you know they're they're playing the Giants next week. So I you know it's like that. This could be. I think this is a must win game because they're a division rival. Uh, if they if they knock off the Giants next week, I think that that kind of changes the flavor of the season. But we'll see what happens. Um. Moving on, we got the uh, Jackson Jacksonville Tampa Bay game that we talked about earlier. <laughs> guys, guys, guys! Why? Cuz, what is going on right now? You went you went full in on the Jaguars and kicked my ass. I, dude, I've said this since Bortles came into the league. This guy is the next Roethlisberger. Uh, you know, I just he looks like him, he moves like him. He's he's still got to mature a little bit. Like some of his decisions are a little bit wonky at times, but he can put the ball in the air, you know, 50 times in a game. This this week he didn't have to do that, but um they, I don't know how they lost this game and somehow he got a touchdown to Hearns, a touchdown to Robinson, Yeldon. Just, Robinson got two touchdowns. <laughs> just it's it's silly. Well, he's got great weapons, and you know what? Uh, Robinson and Hearns are both on pace to have just breakout thousand plus yards, ten touchdowns each, uh, kind of a season. I mean, this it's just insane. When Julius Thomas gets healthy, this team is going to be a juggernaut offensively. If they can get the pieces together on the defense, this team could really be something. 
like I like I like Yeldon a lot. He hasn't had an opportunity to run the ball, uh, you know, with the the game flow because the they're always you know playing from behind. Uh, but once once they tighten up that defense, this is going to be a team. I think they could be a, a dynasty. Whoa! I'm serious. I'm I'm all in on the Jags. That is a bold statement right there, <laughs> dude. Look at these guys. If, hey, at least in fantasy football terms, you could start Bortles, Hearns, Robinson, and Yeldon, and you'd be doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> you would be. <laughs> you'd be winning. <laughs> you'd be, which is more than a lot of us in can the say. most rubbish alley way possible. You'd be winning. Well, that's basically what I did. This I I did start. <laughs> Bortles, Hearns, <laughs> Bortles, Hearns, and Yeldon, and it worked out pretty well for me. <laughs> I was laughing so hard because I. So I remember there was a, a moment I was looking at my lineup uh, early Sunday morning, and I took a snapshot of it and texted it to Casey, and I was just like, "Dear God, look at my." my island of reject football players fantasy football team like i'm gonna get destroyed today and somehow i put up 175 points <laughs> i don't like it was just absolutely out of nowhere i was yeah, like i gotta drop for that this one it's amazing you could almost pass for a gentleman <laughs> <laughs> that was basically my day yesterday i don't know what happened you cleaned up this ragtag bunch and somehow they came out and just lit you like uh, you're gonna have twice as many points as Andre's team. That's crazy. <laughs> this pu- this puts me back actually to- almost three times as many points as Andre's team. So we we run a like a little side challenge in our league where the highest scoring team uh, wins 150 dollars. Right? No, not 150. That's in my other league. It's uh, I think they win 100 bucks. 100 bucks. 100 bucks. Um, so even when you're you're losing, you still want to be putting up points because you're working towards that that you know total for the See, end Andre of the thinks there's a prize for having <laughs> the, the least amount of points in the yeah, league. There, there we is haven't a, told him there's not one. No, there is a prize. You have to pay for the draft party next year. You have to pay for all the beer. <laughs> <laughs> Andre, I'll I'll take some uh, Pabst, please. <laughs> we're gonna keep we're gonna keep the the listeners posted on uh, Andre's dumpster fire of a team march week to, to week we're gonna call it the march to 600 because he might be able to get 600 points this season <laughs> <laughs> oh andre you gotta come on here and defend yourself bro uh speaking of andre andre's only player that did it well this week uh, was the quarterback for the buffalo bills uh tyrod taylor he uh was putting up a pretty lousy day and then the uh fourth quarter just went off Twat. second week in a row uh, he's just kind of it's ha- it's happened at the end of the game like uh, just i i have a one of my other leagues i have a choice of to be starting Peyton Manning or Tyrod Taylor and i mean oh, that that, that decision is easy now but it's not going to be a fun one i don't think it, i mean Tyrod is the consistency you look at the numbers and it seems consistent but then you look at the game and you're like uh this is it's a little fluky well his points are always either in garbage time or else like trying to bring his team back like for you know some comeback win it's there's he's never just coming out and being a dominant quarterback yeah i don't like it uh I, <laughs> there was no rushing game in Buffalo this week, so I didn't even make a note about the running backs. You got LaShawn McCoy's out. Let's move on. Carlos Williams yeah. out. You, Booby Dixon is your guy. Booby Dixon will not save your fantasy football team. You <laughs> heard it here first. You heard it here first. It's over. Or or you're picking him up on the waiver wire and just not telling anybody. I I don't do any I don't do any reverse psychology like that. Uh, the Cardinals game was just amazing like so Carson Palmer only threw 14 passes three of which were touchdowns I I couldn't I couldn't believe that that was the case just like, demolished I, I, I thought that stat line was wrong I was like there's <laughs> no way he he not only, he only threw 14 but he only completed 11 <laughs> so three of 11 passes were touchdowns <laughs> he I still- mean if, if every quarterback had like a 35 percent complete or touchdown percentage that'd be insane his his 11 completions resulted in 161 yards so he's throwing about 15 yards a pass 16 yards a pass <laughs> it's just i mean this is the easiest game ever his arm probably feels great today <laughs> i don't think i mean arizona i know they've been doing their best uh, uh patriots impression this year <laughs> but like they they're not playing good teams yet yeah they got but, a stretch here you know i mean they still have to face the seahawks twice you know in in the seahawks 
the second half of the season are going to be a scary team, I think. I'd say they're not. Well, they, they always turn it on the second half of the season, but I, I'd say they're just not facing strong defenses yet. Like the, the offense hasn't really been tested. Um, but I think that the Cardinals defense is, is the big the big uh, kicker between them and the, the Pats for the best team in the NFL. And I, I think I think the Cards are the best team in the NFL. The be- really? Yeah, because I like I think, yeah, the, the Patriots offense is just out of control. But uh, that Cards D is just nuts. It's. It is. I think. I think that that's another team. You know, that's in in talk for Super Bowl contender. As far as I'm concerned, you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> the Cards are a good football team. <laughs> uh, interesting note. Uh, I mean, you know, usually we would say to shy away from committee backfields, but in this situation, you could start any of the three running backs for the Arizona Cardinals, and you would have been just fine. <laughs> What the hell is going on? What's all right, what's amazing to me is that uh, so the, on the Lions between Stafford and his backup quarterback Orlovsky, they threw seventy pass attempts. <laughs> that's that's out of. I control. think that was a record. Actually, I don't know that's ever happened before. I mean, that's just like wild. They still didn't like get very many <laughs> completions, but you know, or- Orlovsky put up a better stat line than Stafford did. <laughs> I've, I've, I called Stafford a bum a couple weeks ago, and I, I'm sticking by that. I, I was surprised when you said it, and I think that was very astute of you. You heard it here first. It's uh, I mean, so Megatron's got some soft matchups uh, coming up. I'd be I, buying low on Megatron. Yeah, I, I'd buy low because his his floor will get there once the team kind of levels out, and especially with them with these soft matchups, it's you're going to see more you know ten catches and a touchdown games from Megatron. We just haven't seen it yet. New England, Dallas. What do you What do you even want to talk about? <laughs> How awesome the Patriots are. The, the Patriots are. They're just steamrolling thirty to six. Like that's insane. Same. Uh, so if you guys remember, I, I in, in one of my leagues, I'm all in with the Patriots, and I and I rolled Brady, Blunt, Dion Lewis, and Gronk this week <laughs> to great effect. That's uh, a FanDuel team. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and, uh, well, interestingly, uh, the other team I played against did really well. Um, they had Odell Beckham last night, which was so much fun to watch from my end. <laughs> and uh, so tonight I have Antonio Brown going down by 15 points. You are going to lose. Hey, you have chosen poorly, my friend. Oh, man. I actually have, in two leagues... All I have left to go is Antonio Brown. In one league, I'm down by seven points. In one league, I'm down by 15 points. The, the seven-pointer you got a shot at. If he doesn't pull a seven points out of it, that's that's like his worst game in three years. Yeah. Last week was his worst game. But I, I, they're, they're coming off a long week. I would. It's not going to surprise me that he gets 15 points or more. Uh, you don't see him get into the end zone here? Dude, with Vic throwing it to him. I mean... Yeah, I, if all right. Here's the here's the deal. If if the game flows like well, don't forget. All he needs is, if he you just need to get him in open space. Yeah, he needs a touchdown. Yeah, I mean like in <laughs> that. I mean anybody. Brandon Whedon can throw him the ball and he could score a touchdown. Yeah, but Vic is terrible. I mean he just throws it over his head. He's it's, it's I just don't see. It. I think they're gonna pound the ground with Le'Ve, Le'Veon Bell. Uh, I and oh maybe get some D'Angelo. I, I bet we see a D'Angelo Williams touchdown tonight. <laughs> <laughs> D'Angelo Williams sighting. I'm calling it here. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh oh. Yeah. Good luck with that, Antonio Brown, bro. <laughs> Not until Roethlisberger gets so back. Denver, Oakland. This was disgusting. I hate watching the Broncos play football. So I wanted to talk to you about this because this is a situation I'm in. I've got I've got Peyton Manning and I've got C.J. Anderson and Ronnie Hillman on my on our on our league here and sell high. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a there's a lot of owners out here that are in this exact same situation. Now I think it's interesting because they're droppable. I mean. There's nothing that says these guys should be on anybody's team. But the problem that you have and the the kind of mental block you're going to have is if you drop any of these players, someone else in your league is going to pick them up. And the idea that someone else is going to pick one of these guys up and something happens with them that, you know, it's going to hurt. But what do you do? I mean, like, is, I mean, honestly, you should you you should be dropping Peyton Manning. He should not be in anyone's lineup right now. Right. <laughs> All right. Yes, logically speaking, but <laughs> right. But then let, you got to think about last year. So, Tom Brady plays the Chiefs last year. 
You're speaking about this from experience. Yes. Oh, you picked him I, up. I did. You picked up Tom so, Brady. So Brady plays the Chiefs last year and just gets he gets crushed and gets pulled, and they actually bench him and put Garoppolo in. And my brother, who was in the league, dropped Brady. I pick him up off the off the waiver wire that week, and he can he like goes on to just torch the NFL the whole rest of the season and has continued this season. Um, you know, it, it, something like that could happen and just completely flip the narrative, and then you get trolled the whole rest of the year. <laughs> well, that's the scary part. I mean, I, I've got three bench spots on my team right now for this Denver backfield and the quarterback. What do I do? I mean, like, there's what a, am I supposed to do? There's a very real possibility you get trolled the whole rest of the season for dropping Peyton. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I mean, do you have... Are there are there guys you're not picking up because you're not trying to give up your bench spots? It doesn't look like it because you have Michael Vick on your bench, you little bitch. <laughs> what are you talking about here? I hey, wish you guys when could Peyton see Manning this. is your quarterback, you got to do something, dude. You got all right. You've got like bust after bust after bust on your bench. You've got like all right, Ronnie Hillman, C.J. Anderson, Jeremy Hill. <laughs> like this is why you're hey, uh, not win- that Jeremy Hill thing. I called that. I said that last week. He had those three touchdowns, and I said I didn't like how it looked, and I I still think. You're in trouble if you got Jeremy Hill on your team. I agree. I, any, I'm in trouble. Any of those running backs, you're in trouble. I. Ugh, so gosh. so with, uh, I mean, you're in trouble with Demarius. I, like this this team is in. Yep. There, Sanders is the only guy who's got a floor. Right I now. think uh, I I think Osweiler needs to take over as quarterback, which is crazy. The team's undefeated. Yeah. But like, you can't you can't be if you're the if you're Elway if you're. Uh, uh, Kubiak, like, what do you? You're looking at the situation. You aren't winning a playoff game, not a single playoff game. So you can't, you can't do worse than throwing 260 yards, zero touchdowns, and two picks. That's what Peyton Manning did yesterday. I mean, you there's 30 quarterbacks that did better than that. No, he's, I think he's like 28th or 9th in the league, like kind of like week to week averaging of like <clears throat> what he's doing. It's uh, so I, I think. I mean. But the Broncos have such an easy schedule, and their defense. I mean, this team could be what one in five right now if their defense. I mean, they've yeah, it's crazy the the yeah. way these games have gone. Their defense is actually scoring defensive touchdowns. Like that's, at the end of the game, yeah. it's winning them the game. Like, like they won sixteen to ten, so they would have lost the game if it wasn't for a defensive touchdown. So, so you've got the name of Peyton Manning. You have got the fact that they're five and zero. Oh, you've got all these factors that are making you yeah. like stay in with this. Drop zone. Drop zone. That's what I want to tell you is drop Peyton Manning. It's done. Uh, <clears throat> I think I think it is just a matter of time before they bring Osweiler in. I, Kubiak today said... If they abs- want to win, <clears throat> if they want to make the playoffs, they... <sighs> Kubiak said, uh, absolutely not when they said, have you thought about benching Peyton Manning for Osweiler? And he can say absolutely not while their defense is winning them games, but as soon as that changes... Uh, the narrative's going to change, and they're going to—they're not going to have a choice. You can't—you can't continue starting a quarterback who's playing this poor week in week out. He's got—he has a margin for error because their defense has been so strong. But this isn't going to last forever. Uh, I guess the real test is going to be the Packers Colts Chiefs run um, in the next couple of. Weeks. They got the Browns next week, but I think that there's three losable games right there, especially if Luck's back. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I know the Chiefs are hobbled, but I mean, I, I guess it goes Packers, Colts, Chiefs, Bears, and eh, but then the Patriots, and it's like they could win four of those three games or three of those four games right there. Yeah. Lose, sorry, lose three of those four games, and I mean they're gonna, they aren't winning those games, but they aren't beating the Packers. There's you, no way. Do you want to play Peyton against any of those teams? No, no. I mean, so dump him. There's no. There's absolutely no point. Except there's, there's <laughs> like there's the thing is like okay, you don't, but then you've got. Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, prime time, and all of a sudden Peyton Manning goes, I should probably be Peyton Manning today. And like he's, that's what I, do you, I mean, do you think he has a 400 yard passing game left in the tank? I, 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 I'd say no, but I don't even. <laughs> do you think he has a 300 yard passing game in the tank? I mean, it's, I don't know. Drop zone. Drop zone. Drop Peyton Manning. <laughs> Package him with C.J. Anderson. <laughs> what are we gonna do? and trade? Help him. me! I'll, 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 I'll anyone in my league. I'll try. Like I got Ronnie Hillman, C.J. Anderson, and Peyton Manning. Go, give me somebody, dude. I'll tell you what you do. You've got uh, Des Bryant on injured reserve, so package Peyton with Des and get rid of them for a, a good wide receiver. I have good wide receivers. Who do you have a wide receiver? You have Jordan. Ma- you started Jordan Matthews for six points. You're a loser. <laughs> You're a bad fantasy football coach. Because 
poorly. You chose poorly, dude. And not to mention, you played. It played Kendall Wright in your flex. Like, oh, this- don't tell you. You're in just about as bad a shape as dude. I am. You just got lucky as hell this week. Give me a break. <laughs> By sixty points, it's a lot of luck. Oh god. Look, take it from a pro who scored 172 points this week. <laughs> if you package, if you package Dez with uh, Peyton and get rid of him for a legit wide receiver, I think you could get something. I think you, you might, you know, be surprised at what you find. Somebody might want Dez for for a playoff run, and you might be able to get somebody who can play now. Hey, who, who's making you think I'm making the playoffs, bro? You, you're not going to make the playoffs. <laughs> you're not. You're you're one in four right now, so you're not going to make the playoffs. So I'm saying, dump Dez. Like get. You're about to see my team go on a run. Just wait. <laughs> I feel it. It's coming. There's some some moves you can make. I think you. I mean, you could also sell high on Kelsey and pick up one of these random tight ends that's scoring two touchdowns a week. So the, you've got some. Your season's not shot. You just need to figure out, you know, a quarterback situation and then stop starting Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the San Francisco game? Uh, San Francisco game. Uh, Cap looked a little bit better. Uh, he's playing a little bit more conservative ball. Like we said, start him. If you said start cap, what do you put? You put up like twenty five points, something like that. No. Uh, <clears throat> Eli went off, uh, four hundred forty yards, three touchdowns. Uh, I could see Eli emerge as a more consistent week to week quarterback. I it was it was ugly though. It was ugly getting there. It, there was some uh, again clock management issues, some weird decision making. Um, he he just doesn't. It just looks sloppy. He doesn't look confident. It's like super lucky. Like, so last night at one point he had uh, he had OBJ out, Ruben Randall out, Victor Cruz is obviously out hurt. Uh, I think Donnell was out on that snap. So he had like literally no names to throw to. It was like so all, he just threw it to Vereen a bunch of times. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's just it's just ugly. I you know I don't I don't like Eli at all. Really? No. I like him next week against Philadelphia. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I would say like a situational spot start. If he has a good matchup, you can do it. I uh, really thought Carlos Hyde looked great. I'm a lot more encouraged based on what happened this week. Did you, have, did you drop him or do you still have him on your team? I still have him. Interesting. I thought you would have dropped him by now. Nope. Just sitting on the bench <laughs> waiting for him to, to blossom. The the team's got to shore up. Like I I, I want to play a running back when the, the offense looks solid. If they can't get a passing game going, they're going to stack the box against Hyde, and he's going to score five or six points. He looks good, though. I mean, he's a, he does. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a good player. He's a great. Yeah, he's, he's great. He He's not a transcendent talent. I mean, he like watching Todd Gurley play was just like out of this world. Wow, you're really into Gurley, huh? Oh my gosh, I would try to make a Gurley man drop. <laughs> we do need a Gurley man. Gurley man. Dude, I I would trade anybody on my team for Todd Gurley. <laughs> it's like I literally would. I will suck your dick. Hey, I'm throwing this out there. I will I will give you right now, Jason, you have Todd Gurley. I will give you Blake Bortles. <laughs> oh, well, I, you know what? You're fucking give all the Jaguars. They sell high on all those Jaguars. I would give you TJ week. Yeldon. If you wanted a little bit of Rawls, you want some Rawls for that? I'll give you all of them for Gurley at the same time. Let's do a package. Yeah, so Hyde's not a Gurley. I mean, Gurley, even with his offense looking pretty ineffective, uh, was just torching the Packers yesterday, and that, and that's more of what I'm uh, looking for. And no, there is not a recap of the Packers game on here for some reason. I don't know how I missed that. I don't know. <laughs> Amateur hour. <laughs> kind of missed that game. But, uh, yeah, I really like Hyde. I like that he's sitting on my bench. <laughs> I'm sure you... Hey, uh, Packers. Let's see here. Let's find it. Let's find it. Well, we know uh, we know Todd Gurley went off for like 167 yards, I think. Something like that. Uh, man, Eddie Lacy, you're in trouble. I, I, so that trade that I made, uh, we referenced earlier, where I traded away Devontae Freeman for Lynch. I was actually trying to trade Devontae Freeman for Eddie Lacy, and now I'm happy that that didn't happen because I. Just looking at Lacey, I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. Like he's just he looks, seems he looks, he looks out of shape. He looks heavy, roly poly. He does. I mean, and I guess if you're like a bruiser, that's not a bad look to have. But that's not. He he doesn't look good. You know who looks good? Todd Curley, Nick Foles. 
Dude, that's a former kaiju. You watch your mouth, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, in Eddie Lacy's defense, he's playing a stout defense. The Rams are no joke. Uh, they actually picked off Rodgers twice. Lacy used to be, I mean, he was in his third year, but he used to be uh, uh, matchup proof. Yeah. Like, you could you could roll him out against anybody, and Lacy was good. I, this is... There's something weird going on. Like the, the there's something not clicking with the Packers right now. It, it looks more like a, a play calling thing though. So they, I, 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 well, also think about this. The <clears throat> Gurley ran the ball 30 times yesterday, so which allowed it allowed the Rams to control the clock. So they actually ran a lot more offensive plays than the Packers did. So the Packers only ran the ball like 20 times yesterday total. Yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers like when he throw the ball 30 times so there wasn't really a lot of ball control on that side so they didn't really have a chance to get Eddie Lacy going um, I don't know they eked out the win but even when Ro- I mean I know Rodgers didn't get you a ton of fantasy points but it's still uh, like seven or eight times as many fantasy points as Peyton Manning so you know <laughs> who did yeah well then you can go uh, uh, yeah Josh McCown scored like ten times as many points as <laughs> I have so in one of my leagues uh, the our, the fantasy scoring is a bit wacky they've got it everything just dialed differently like quarterbacks don't score as many points for certain things and, and Peyton gave me 1.64 points in that league oh oh, oh. <laughs> that hurts I you know with my bigger concern Concern with the Packers is uh, the wide receivers, uh, as far as fantasy goes. Uh, well, what's happening? Cobb has just been super inconsistent. You used to be able to count on him for like ten to fifteen points a game, and now it's a lot of single-digit games. Uh, James Jones is hogging red zone targets, uh, but he's not getting enough volume to really make him a safe play. His his floor is non-existent because he'll get like two catches in a game, and one of them will be a touchdown. So this week, oh, this, this week he got two catches and a touchdown. Uh, that's that's why I dropped him earlier this year. I just I don't I don't like the floor. He, he's going to be boom or bust. And yeah, so you far, don't, he's, you don't like that he's just been awesome. He's been the... he's been boom 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 so far, but <laughs> it's not going to be that, that way all season. <laughs> Keep telling yourself that. And and now Rodgers is spreading it out. Montgomery got uh, a bunch of catches and a touchdown, and you know it's Cobb's value is deteriorating. I mean, you could buy low on Cobb right now. Honestly, well, no. What's interesting is I I tried to make a trade in our league last week uh, to the Cobb owner Doug. And I tried to trade him Devontae Freeman, and I gave him a choice of any of my kind of wide receiver threes. What? And uh, he said no. Are you kidding? Yeah. You offered him Devontae Freeman. For, yeah, for Randall Cobb. And he said no. Yeah. I will give you anyone on my team. For, <laughs> have you heard of a guy named Blake Bortles? <laughs> I'm selling high on Blake Bortles, bro. You're not going to kidding I'm Like 36 either. points a week, baby. Take that to the bank. <laughs> no, no, he's. We're he, gonna talk trade after the podcast, Casey. Doug, uh, Doug did not think uh, that Devonte could keep it up. <laughs> I, I didn't either. So I mean, uh, hey, I've like, Doug. Hey, FYI, you're fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> Get it together, dude. What's Doug's record? How does that guy? How's that guy even? Like, uh, I think he's got a winning record. You turn down a trade like that. Oh, we don't want to talk about trades and turn down trades, Bobby. Why? What did I turn down? Oof! I didn't want to know. Well, I didn't. I don't even know what you're talking about right now. The uh, Demarco Murray for Gostkowski trade. <laughs> We're not supposed to talk about that trade. <laughs> so I actually, I, I, on our message boards, I, I had rated the five worst fantasy moves over the last two seasons in our league, and number two was you offering that trade. <laughs> You offering to trade DeMarco Murray for Goskowski. I'll do it again. And the number one I gave was the owner that denied that trade. <laughs> <laughs> I think his response was, well, let's see how it plays out. And I'm like, okay, I, I, I know he's a good kicker, but it is, the, it is literally the silliest thing in the world to trade. To It's not, though. So, really it's not so you can actually read up on this but Guskowski typically in a, in a given year will score more than any tight end besides Gronkowski so right but what's but, the second best kicker way below way no, below really yeah no yes all right well let's look it up right now because I don't believe you at all pull it up so 
you know, you'll get to certain rounds in the draft where, you know, you're reading expert advice on it and they're like, and in this round, pick a running back or Guskowski. That's like, you can, you can take him higher than other kickers because his floor is so low. He's going to score. Okay. You're wrong. Uh, Goskowski tied Cody Parkey last year. Yeah. That was a fluke. Uh, he was, how's Cody Parkey doing this year? He was only 12 points behind Adam Vinatieri. So you're talking one point a game, only 13 points behind Dan Carpenter, only 16 points was behind a bad Mason Crosby. It was, a, it was an off year. Only 18 points behind Dan Bailey. It goes on and on. Like literally you're talking between him and like the, the 15th guy is like 25 points. That was an off year. That was, oh, out, was it really? an outlier. And yeah. that's that right. What I just said is the reason why it doesn't matter. Like you should, you're the difference between kickers is not great enough to ever make a trade like that or, offer a trade like that or deny a trade like that i would i actually i won't put him up now because he actually put up like 22 <laughs> points this week but i would i would still uh I, I would i would trade a lot of skill position players for Guskowski. i it just gives you that sense of peace inside that you're going to get double digit <laughs> points from your kicker it feels good oh does it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i've got mcmanus right is that who I, I mean that's like he's doing pretty good this year that's crazy that is crazy. <laughs> what were the other worst trade offers? Uh, I had your James Jones drop as one, <laughs> and well, now and now actually my, your Doug Martin, my drop. Doug Martin drop. I mean, I, I, quite frankly, you're taking charge of the top five worst moves in fantasy football, and you're somehow winning. Hey, when I go to the playoffs, then I'll you'll understand that there was a method to my madness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slowly building. I'm like Chip Kelly, bro. I'm I'm building the roster that I want. All right, so we're kind of getting near the end here, and we're going to move into our uh, weekly segment of uh, Gary Barnage's Twitter trivia. Gary Barnage, we follow you on Twitter. And uh, it seems every week he is uh, giving away movie tickets <laughs> for, uh, I don't know why. Um, let's see, it's, uh, all right, here it is. Movie trivia giveaway coming and the winner gets to see a mystery movie a mystery movie with with myself and teammates <laughs> so i the, love barnage i man. love this guy he, he must have signed up for this before he realized he was going to be a fantasy football star this year <laughs> he's been kicking around the nfl for a while i mean he's he's what he's in his 30s and uh has no one's ever heard of Barnage until this year. And so he was still hanging out with normal people and taking them to the movies and stuff. And I don't think that he can keep doing this after this year. (laughs) (laughs) They get like a bunch of fans with Barnage jerseys on now. Seriously. All right. So uh, he tweets, tonight's movie trivia question is as a single tweet. And then he comes to the question in the next tweet. Now, Bobby, you're the only one here, so you're going to have to answer this. Okay, he never gives the answer, by the way, in his Twitter. Like, So you don't know if you were right or wrong. <laughs> All right. In, this is, this is, if, if you got this right, it would literally blow my mind. Okay, okay. There's, there's, I mean, there's no way you will. Right, let's, see, let's see what we got. All right. In the movie Saw, <laughs> what was the name of the Jigsaw? What is the name of the... T- Jigsaw, Jigsaw's the villain. No, I know, but he's what. This is what he. This is how he said it. What was the name of the jigsaw toy riding on the tricycle? Where did they get the toy from? So that's very poor grammar. <laughs> uh, I think he's trying to say, "What is the name of the toy jigsaw?" Is no, it's a toy that's riding on a bicycle. Yeah, isn't jigsaw on the bicycle? I don't know. I don't, I've never seen that movie. But I'm going to guess uh, it's from uh, uh, Barbie. Barbie. I'm just guessing. Do you, know, do you know what it is? <laughs> uh, we've got Billy the Puppet, and he built it as a toy for his unborn son. Oh. Barnage, that's the weirdest. That, that's the worst <laughs> trivia ever. We, we go to this segment just because it's it's really entertaining that he does this week in, week out. All right, Barnage. So Our, our podcast kind of hinges on this segment, really. <laughs> well, we've been big Barnage supporters since week one. I, he was one of my uh, tight end whisperer plays, that, and no one had heard of him yet, and he, he's just gone off this year. Uh, so, Barnage, the movie I want you to take me to is Pan, the new Peter Pan movie, because <laughs> it looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the mystery movie he didn't want to say what it was no it was yeah no or no one would enter the contest <laughs> hey i'm captain hook 
<laughs> but he like he's told every week he says what movie it's going to be for <laughs> but this week no, it's got to be pan it's got to be pan 25 percent uh rotten on rotten tomatoes <laughs> that's a pretty bad score oh um yeah so i guess the last thing we'll talk about is uh the game tonight we got uh the chargers hosting the steelers what do you think I think uh, Antonio Brown's going to get a touchdown and 85 yards. <laughs> I think that's going to happen. I think you're living in a dream world. Okay, um, I, let me ask you this. Yeah. Who's winning this game? Oh, Chargers, big time. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I think Antonio Gates is back, and he's, you know, even though he served his suspension, he's still got the steroids in his system. So <laughs> it's going to help. I mean, he's going to be knocking people down. It's not like you serve the suspension, and then, like, you know, the steroids leak out or something. It's like he's all ripped and ready to roll. So uh, Maybe this is a new move for players to just get roided up and get caught, but then you're roided up. So They do it in baseball. Yeah. They, they get, no, seriously, they, they do it in baseball, and, you know, the it's not like the steroids leave your system. Like, your muscles are still huge. Like, you're you're still ready to rock and roll. There's residual effects for years. Um, so, you know, and Philip Rivers and Antonio Gates have a bromance big time. So I think he's going to be a huge red zone target tonight. I, I'm going to project, uh, let's go big. Let's say eight catches, 100 yards. For Antonio Brown? All right. Antonio Gates. Oh, nice. <laughs> eight catches, 100 yards, and a touchdown. Hmm. Boom. Wow. Uh, Michael Vick, what do you think he's going to do? I actually think Vick's going to come out good tonight. Uh, I think the Steelers are winning this game. I think Michael Vick throws three picks. <laughs> I would bet on him fumbling the ball three times before he throws three picks. Yeah. I, I'm saying I'm saying three picks. Uh, Le'Veon Bell's going to be good. Le'Veon will be great. Um, Melvin Gordon's coming out party? I hope so. I hope so for Andre. I've, I've, I've Andre been, has a chance of getting out of Rubbish Alley. If if Melvin Gordon goes off, he can win this game, right? Yeah, he's eighteen points, and then he's one and four. Yeah, right which, with me. Which is the same record you you and Heidi both have. So that's great. Oh wow, a lot of potential there, Andre. <laughs> let's let, hey, we want we want you on the show next week uh, so we can uh, discuss your team. And actually, Andre, if you can't make it on the show, we'd like you to leave us a voicemail that we can play on the air. Something that you know, I mean, you got to represent yourself here. This is not fair. It's a one sided uh, yeah. argument here. You got to stand up. I mean, there's I know that there's some thought process that goes into making a team that special. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to hear what it is. Uh, so, uh, Bobby, what's the phone number that Andre can call in on? Yeah, so uh, Andre or anybody listening, uh, you can reach us at 425-202-6152. That's 425-202-6152. You can also email us at rubbishalley at AOL.com. Uh, you can also reach us on Twitter at, at rubbishalley. And, uh, and yeah, we're usually on Twitter the most, so, yeah. you know, yeah, ask us questions, make fun of us, please. Yeah, come, come and troll us a little bit, because we, we, we're definitely asking for it with some of the starts we make, so... <laughs> oh man alright well we're gonna call it a day on that note thank you guys so much for listening uh, we'll see you next week alright peace out